Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Hosts Nick, Mike, and Chad take their water cooler talk from the office to the web as they discuss their favorite movies, shows, and all other content in between. In this week's episode, Nick and Mike dive headfirst into Zack Snyder's first entry into a new and planned to be massive sci fi universe. So, what's Rebel Moon, Child of Fire? Hello, welcome to Showboys. I'm here, your host Mike, alongside my good friend and fellow host Pixel Nick. We're going to a classic cast tonight, a little little duo podcast. It's been a little a little while since we've had one of these, uh, but tonight we're going to be talking about the latest Zack Snyder masterpiece? Question mark Rebel Moon, and uh, we're going to be letting you know whether or not uh, we think you guys should watch it in whether or not we thought it was a good movie. So, uh, yeah, that's what's coming coming up tonight. But before we get into that, we have to, of course, shout out our top-tier patrons, uh, Tim B. and Yusuf H. Thank you guys so much for your continued uh, amazing support. It means a lot to us, helps us uh, keep the lights on. All of our other patrons, you guys are awesome, too, and we appreciate you. If you're wondering what Patreon is or how you could... Uh, support us financially you can head over to patreon.com slash showboys podcast check it out we have a bunch of different tiers with different perks and benefits and uh, i have the hiccups so that's cool perfect how you doing tonight nick i'm doing good i'm doing good you mean you mean is it a disaster piece um Ooh. or a masterpiece which is Ooh, it? a disaster piece i like i've never heard that before i like it I like can't it. believe I literally just made that up. I don't know why no one on the internet has made that up yet. <laughs> that was either really bad or spot, right? Yeah, Showboy's original disaster piece. That's right. Per <laughs> usual, I've watched nothing on the internet about this movie. The only thing I've Same. done is watched this movie. Uh, I've will... read one article, and that's Tim Bicycles, dude. I was literally about to say I've only read one article, and it was our our Shout dear out. friend Tim Bicycle. Uh, go check him out over. Uh, he's writing at a couple different places, or d- did he switch? Um, I think he writes a couple singular... different places, but he's just definitely building up his writing catalog. Yeah. Um, he was writing. He definitely writes for a Star Wars only um, website, but I think he's now branching out into some other other content areas when it comes to the writing. But really good writer, really good, pretty balanced for the most time. Even if I don't agree with him, it's still a fair and balanced approach. Um, yeah. He avoids the clickbait. Um, Great podcaster, by the way. Oh, yeah. He's been on here a few times. We've been on over there a few times. Funny sci-fi. Funny uh, science fiction podcast. Yeah, they're uh, they're pretty pretty swell over there. Airhorn. Airhorn. Good dudes Airhorn. And, and ladies. Uh, but yes, his his article, his review is the only thing I've, I've uh, gone outside of just watching the movie myself. Um, and I'm excited to talk about it tonight. I have lots of thoughts and opinions and feelings um but yeah man i guess like just overall did you like it what do you initial thoughts you know three thoughts before we get in 
yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, per usual, I approach a lot of things pretty blank slate, you know, just blank face the whole th- way through it. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe to some things discredit, I walk away from them the same way. Cause I'm just like, eh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let that permeate a little bit before I pass judgment. But then I read Tim's article and I was like, wow, he's so right. But I think I like the movie now way more than before the article. Because um, everything that like... Which is funny because uh, I wouldn't expect that after... Not that he like blasted the movie, but uh, it wasn't I mean, an overwhelmingly positive review. No, this this is just... I mean, we're just going to pamp up uh, Tim here. So like, I think good writing, like regardless of the stance of the writer, bring can elicit any or either side of the argument so like all his points kind of were i i liked what he didn't like and it made me realize i like those things um so like one thing he was like slow motion to death like that was one of his points i was like wow there was a ton of slow motion in this and i was like that was so cool yeah (laughs) every every slow motion scene i was like oh yeah oh yeah that that hits the spot right there just lather me and zack schneider like yeah exactly um i liked it yeah yeah i i enjoyed it too i i think if you've listened to showboys for any amount of time whenever zack snyder comes up i'm sure uh you're probably aware of my stance on most if not all zack snyder movies and that is i'm typically a big fan um i'm I don't understand why the guy gets so much hate. Like, it's just like he's, he's kind of anything like a, he puts out. It's just like, yeah, it sucks. And then I watch it. I'm like, that was actually really awesome. Why do people hate every single movie he puts out? He's like, um, he's like a better, um, he's a better Transformers director. What is his name? Michael Bay. I knew dude, we've been doing this way too long. Cause before you even said Transformers, I'm like, he's thinking about Michael Bay. I know yeah, for he, sure he's thinking about Michael Bay. He's a he's a he's like he's a better Michael Bay, right? Like he knows what he's good at. He knows what he likes. Zack Snyder tends to have a little bit better taste or variety in the things that he likes to do than Michael Bay. That's what makes Michael Bay a little bit more kind of like campy. Is like literally like that's a Michael Bay movie if you saw it, um, or if you see a Michael Bay movie, it's got all the hall- hallmarks of it. Where Zack Snyder has his his own trademark things he does, but. I feel like he likes to be a little bit more creative or at least the things he does are a little bit more creative, but yeah, I mean, he's going to get that love it or hate it vibe <laughs> the whole way through. Um, yeah. and coincidentally, so for Christmas, I got the little like Bluetooth adapter for our one TV that lets us do the ear pods to okay. the TV. So like in our bedroom, so when kids are sleeping, we can just listen and actually hear a movie and watch it, um, without, having to worry about the volume of the TV upstairs. Um, and coincidentally, tons of things that are typically on HBO Max are on Netflix as well. And uh, mm-hmm. Man of Steel was just like right there in front of my face on Netflix. So I'm like, that's a good sound test right there. And I just kind of skipped to the good parts. Um, and I was like, yeah, this movie's so good. Nice. And I just think about every time I see that movie, how much people don't like that movie. It makes me like it more. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people hate that movie. Actually, one of my really good, uh, yeah. I can't say really good friends anymore. Um, Damn. But like one of my, I mean, we just lost 
you know, fell out of contact with each other. Because of Zack Snyder, Man of Steel, I get it. Yeah, actually, it was exactly this movie. (laughs) Huge rift, uh, destroyer of of relationships, (laughs) Zack Snyder. (laughs) No, um, he is a huge, or was at least uh, a huge comic fan and, like, big DC guy and hated what Zack Snyder did to Superman, much like most, that's the hate that he gets, right? Um, but again, I have to disagree with almost all those points of, of the Superman hate, because even with him being like, you know, the Zack Snyder DC, like gloomy, dark Superman, he still is the super Superman beacon of hope. And like, he still has those characteristics, but we're not here to talk about Superman. I will say I didn't, I did love that movie though. Um, yeah. <clears throat> to your point, as a preface, with, we like Zack Snyder, and we generally like what Zack Snyder does. Yes. So, if you hate Zack Snyder, you should probably just stop right now. Sorry, or, or no, listen. don't stop. Keep listening, and we'll convince you why Zack Snyder movies rule. Um, yeah. I will say, I think he is very self-aware too in his oh, yeah. movies, and Especially like in his career. He, he he's never set out to make like a Schindler's list, like something very like heavy on the commentary or like, you know, trying to be a big like statement art piece in like pop culture, you know? Right. He's just out there making fun movies like. Eye candy, everything looks amazing and just like you go to these movies and you know what? You, you leave it and you're like you know what that was a lot of fun had a lot yeah. of fun with that one you know oh, yeah and uh yeah i mean he nails it i mean i think he sets out to do a lot and the pacing isn't terrible um i mean to me it had like it had like a rogue one pacing which i liked um rogue one has pretty good pacing but it any kind it has slight lulls but they're like necessary um and that just kind of ties into i think some of the star wars emulation that he was obviously going for um yeah do you do you you know the the whole like backstory about this and it you know having been pitched as a star wars idea to lucasfilm and all that yeah um i mean i don't know if i know the most detail about it but i do generally know that he approached lucasfilm with the idea of at least a trilogy if not like he had a lot planned out like he had the whole the whole shebang i think and i think he came with too much and there was like ah nah we got our own plans like you're doing Mm -hmm. too much man we just need a director and he's like i want everything (laughs) yeah um yeah so originally you know snyder wanted to do a star wars thing and and this i believe was his pitch or at least the start of it, right? And uh, Lucasfilm passed. And I forget exactly when we started reporting on this on the newscast, but since it was on the newscast, it was a while ago. So this like Rebel Moon ago. Rebel Moon has been in our on our radar for quite some time, and I've been mega excited about it. Um, but he, like, I think I, I saw today that he has... Obviously, part one and part two movies uh, planned, and then a trilogy. 
What? A graphic novel series, a video a game, like I believe uh, maybe a show, but like a a comic yeah. series. Like he has a whole thing within this universe already, like you know, road mapped out. Yeah. Will it come to fruition? I don't know. I hope so. I I, I hope. I get so sad when people. Okay, so again, this this is a Snyder thing. I got so sad when his vision for the the DCU was not able to be seen to completion. And I, I hope that he can finish that with Rebel Moon. Um, now, with all my heaping praise here at the start for Zack Snyder. I do have issues with this movie and I'm excited to talk about the issues with this movie because there were a few, quite a, quite a few, maybe I might even, you know, uh, yeah, quite a few. Um, with that said, I think from here on forward, we are probably going to get into spoiler territory. So, um, if you haven't seen rebel moon part one child of fire and you do not want to be spoiled, Maybe pause and come back after you've seen the movie. Uh, but if you don't care about spoilers, yeah, cool. Because we're about to spoil the crap out of this movie, I think. Um, you brought up pacing, so let's just start there. Pacing and length, I didn't mind, really. Mm-hmm. My issue in that realm was... Man, um, so basically, the the first two thirds of the movie is the the assembling of the the rebel squad, right? Yeah. Um, we have uh, shoot, what's the what's the main character's name? I just closed the page with all the character names. Um, let me pull it back up. Cora. Cora, yes. So Cora's flying around. Um, with with Gunner uh, trying to recruit these uh, like legend legendary type well I mean, okay. resistance right, fighters right. yeah and no, I mean I would give it like I mean a good portion of the front of the movie is just like the Viking space village um, and like farming and like the bad guys come mm-hmm. right I would give it like maybe the first 20% of the movie is that. And then like the next 50% is, is that what you're describing? Just like that's assembling the, the team of, it kind of had a a slight, like, you know, like suicide squad type thing um, going for it. And then of course, you know, the third act, which is a little bigger than um, the first, but definitely much smaller than the middle. I, I don't I don't mind those ratios and how it was like played out. My my beef is nothing happened to make me care about any of the people they were trying to recruit mm. or to understand the importance of these people. Yeah. Like that's I mean, that's just bad writing. That's what I would or, chalk that up to. Or it'd be a much longer movie. Or yeah. I guess and I guess like my, you know, I, I, I agree with that. Um, but I think a high level statement I would like to make, and especially to people who approach this movie, knowing everything that it's setting out to be is not mm-hmm. fair. 
at all. So like I, I would challenge anyone to pretend Rogue One came out first. That was the first Star Wars movie ever released. Or we can just use A New Hope. That was the first Star Wars movie ever released. Approach that movie as if you knew everything else that was planning to come and tell me how you would review it, right? Yeah. Like, in my mind, that's where modern critics are unfair to movies is because they're, you know, they're critiquing them in this giant lens of what they, everything they know. Like, let's just pretend mm. we know nothing about this movie. Yeah. Um, and it, but but you're right. Like that is difficult because it was kind of abrasive. That by time you get to the like third person, you're like, all right, we're really just kind of roping in at this point random characters that you're yeah. right. I don't know or really care about other than they are cool like MOBA characters. Like that's, yeah, that they're like the they're interesting archetypes of characters. Yeah. Um. But like. My main, I, I guess I'm okay with with all the characters up to the Blood X, um, the siblings, the brother and sister, the leaders of like the resistance. When they oh, go to, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like near the tail end of the fifty percent of the the recruiting journey. You know, the um. I would nearly call that the beginning recruiting them is like the beginning because we don't know we're going to, they're going to get recruited. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of like, to me, the beginning of that final act, because that's where they originally were going was to meet those people. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so, you know, the blood X siblings, the leaders of the resistance are the people that Atticus noble, the, the head of the bad guys, that's who they're trying to find in the first place. Like, they're sent out to to take out these resistance pockets um and they're mentioned there in in the the first 20 percent of the movie at the the farm right the the vite the space viking farm planet and then space never Skyrim. mentioned really again until they recruit them and then like that part of the movie is like a big like build up like oh yeah. sweet they're the blood axes are or at least the brothers agreeing to come and and fight mm -hmm. alongside Korra and this this small group but i just didn't care because i nothing leading up to that point showed me who these resistance fighters are what they were doing why the why noble is after this pocket of resistant fighters like you don't see any or hear of any like stories of things they're doing to actively resist you know the occupation um they're just they just show up on this planet and have their their little army with them and then we're supposed to be like mega happy that blood axes come i like i needed some sort of of build up for that character to make that moment like really hit home you know yeah especially what happens to him in the the fight afterwards um yeah i'm trying to we're not going to answer this question but it's it's a rhetorical question um for maybe for people to think about and answer one day is does a new hope do that Right. To compare this to Star Wars. Um, does A New Hope do that? Right. Like 
if you were to watch a new hope in 1977, I mean, I guess people did care, but are they, are they expecting more out of movies now than back then? Right. Like, yeah. did we know who the rebels were, who Darth Vader was, why he was chasing princess Leia? Why, you know what I mean? Like, I guess right. a lot of that is building and obviously it is a probably better written story. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I think I cared because I mean, they, they baked a lot of the why into Korra's backstory because mm-hmm. they they established that these people just like shred planets and just decimate them. So it's kind of like that's, you know, bits of dialogue. That's what their deal is. Like, yeah, they the Empire, you know, they ruined their planets and that's what they're fighting against. Yeah. Um, the the one the one the, the 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 Admiral, he did make note that they were like. Um, attacking their supply lines and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I, you, you bring up Cora and her um, backstory and whatnot. <laughs> uh, I actually really loved how they handled her like exposition of her backstory. It felt very comic booky to me. Oh yeah. Like, like they're it's just cr- like, her and Gunner sitting around the fire and she's like, Oh, you, you don't, or like, I, I'm just making this up now. Oh, you, you don't even know who I am. Here's where I came from. And then it's just like a huge, super stylized flashback montage. Like, just this yeah. is so cool. And I bet a lot of people hated that. And I, I have no, nothing to back that up. Um, but I'm just guessing, um, you know, people might, just see that as kind of like a maybe a lazy exposition dump but i actually i I loved the way they handled those it it was super cool i totally get why people would think that like that's lazy but also it invokes what the ahsoka like clone wars flashbacks did Mm -hmm. to the you know in ahsoka when they're when it was her and anakin um like it gives you enough in all the very like it's almost um it's like what's in focus like the very most important subject matter is in focus everything else is super just dumbed down right in the background but it wants you to say you know see more like to me that was kind of like i want to see more of that because that looks crazy cool like one these bad guys are pretty gnarly um i love their like space nazi kind of like feel but they're not like pure play Nazis either, which I like. They they just have a general kind of like, you know, they are Nazis. They are the Empire. But like, I was happy with their aesthetic not being yeah. complete copies. Um, I also like not I'm not a big like Warhammer. I right. don't know much about it, but I got like a Warhammer 40K vibe from them. Maybe yeah. it was like the mixture of the the soldier, uh, admiral, military aesthetic, but then they had those. Were they people or like aliens that were in the red? That looked very like almost religious in nature. Like I don't know. I it just gave me like, a big like Warhammer forty k vibe for some reason. Yeah, I think that's what was cool. Like as m- more of the worlds were shown it definitely had such a more variety to like the creatures and stuff but they weren't like campy like they're very like organic 
like Warhammer, like very used world creatures. Um, like they've yeah. all lived very hard lives. Um, none of them were like smooth faced, if you will. Um, but yeah, I kind of took them as like some sort of like either very, very like corrupted or changed like religious folk. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, they were definitely not completely human. Um, what did you think of, of Atticus no- Noble as the main villain there? Dude, Atticus Noble, like he's not perfect, but like he is a hard ass and I think he's well played. Um, and I, I like that he, like that character pays homage to, um, you know, like in glorious back bastards, like mm, the main Nazi yeah. guy there, like some of his, like, especially the opening exposition and like his entrance to the village. Like I was just thinking of like in glorious bastards when he rolls up to like the farmhouse and is like mm. looking for the Jews yeah. that are hiding there. And he knows, but like, he totally pretends that he doesn't know. And he's like, sure. You tell me farmer, like mm-hmm. how, nice and not threatening you guys are um i i i thought that was great um and like it just progressed up the hill like they stopped at the blacksmith and like he was just like looking at things i thought that was all well done atticus noble is a he's cool yeah he he was he was definitely he has like it's nazi gear but he's also just rocking like a tie and dress shirt yeah and it was like when i in that scene you're talking about it's like um when the bounty hunters bring like the first person that they they captured on the crazy like metal scorpion like apparatus yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. F- from like the f- the first planet or location that Korra and Kai went to, uh, when he's brought to Atticus, he just walks out and like yeah, he's just white button down shirt with a black tie, and I'm like, that does not match anything that's going on in this movie, but looks so cool at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> like that is awesome. And I I feel like that's like Snyder's creative flair there. He's like, why not? That looks yeah. cool. Like, does it have to fit? I'm gonna make it fit. Um, but it was a really great like stylistic transition from like this very kind of like um like official officer look, mm-hmm. official like Nazi officer look he had with the whole crew when they showed up at the village, and then yeah, not out on like doing you know duty right like um invading villages and he's just kind of like rolling around he's just like in a suit and tie or not a suit and tie but like a button down <laughs> shirt and tie, just yeah you know doing the work doing the deeds yeah uh i also like really loved him um or like the scene where he's just like in his quarters and he has all the like little yeah. like whole scars and there's like this weird creature in there like what is what is going on there but I then we that see as... like another reason for those i think at the very end of the movie yeah um so yeah what did you what do you think was going on there in hindsight now with the, like you know knowing the end of the movie um and how that all works it's like having those things also have some sort of like erotic points for him um of like either pain or pleasure or both uh but then also there is the weird tentacle creature that indulges him i assume that's how i took all that um yeah that that was 
but it, like it wasn't it was playful enough not to be like overly weird you know yeah, what i yeah. mean because like that was not at all the focus of the scene that's just kind of like what was happening in the scene while we're mm-hmm. getting exposition um from his like lieutenant or whatever yeah um <clears throat> yeah it was very close though, to going off the rails i was getting oh worried. yeah if um, we would have stayed there for like 30 more seconds i feel like. 10 more seconds dude <laughs> <laughs> um yeah atticus noble uh good interesting character easy to hate villain and i think ed ed scrine i don't know if i said that right but i'm just gonna pretend like it did a great job greatly acted um really brought that character to life one thing i have the imdb page up here you know so i can see the character and, and actor names stuff i just now realized that Darian Bloodax, the brother that that joins and then gives his life, you know, jumping into the cockpit of the gun gunner part of um the the ship there at mm-hmm. the port. That's Ray Fisher. I don't know if that rings a bell for you, but um he was cyborg in Oh yes. I knew he looked familiar. I did not put those together um but yeah uh was part of the dcu with Zack snyder uh gotten some hot water with um his public uh outcries for uh joss whedon and the reshoots and uh everything that happened that was disastrous in the justice league uh so kind of cool to see him uh out there uh, working with Snyder again. I thought uh, Kai was awesome. I love Charlie Hunnam. Um, yeah. Sons of Anarchy, Jax, my boy. Uh, but can we just, like, what was going More on with, with all of the accents? Is this, like, Scottish space Vikings? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing. Like, It's definitely got this, like, heavy, well... It has like a very, to me, like your um, Roman Empire, the accents you would find at the peak of the Roman Empire. So like your Northern European peoples, your kind of Mediterranean peoples, I feel like, you know, the African, but then also there was like some like Spanish type stuff. Like it was kind of like that whole like peak to me, it was like Roman Empire peak all the cultures that you would find at that time. And then they just picked accents for everybody that, that seemed cool. Yeah. <laughs> so then again, I don't, but isn't that What's to me, I was on? like, is that Charlie's like normal? No, uh, he's just straight up English, which oh, okay. was also very strange when I heard him not as Jax from sons of anarchy for the first time. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. What, what is happening here? Uh, yeah. Because I, I forget what it was. I saw him in. Um, maybe i mean he's it was the, something he's anduin in warcraft or um whatever the king was in that one not anduin anduin's dead yeah um but i i whatever he was in that i saw him in i was like wow he's doing a pretty bad like british accent or whatever or english accent <laughs> now that he's he's actually that and <laughs> ouch Oof. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, Anthony Hopkins is Jimmy the droid 
It's pretty cool. Um, kind of sad that he was only in the movie for about 10 minutes at the beginning and then randomly like doing it's, his best deer cosplay at the very end. <laughs> yeah. I think he'll be a big one in part two. Um, but definitely it, it's funny because Netflix plays like the extended, like peak of the movie, right? Not trailer, but like, they'll just like start playing a part of the movie. Mm-hmm. That entire dialogue that he has by the little river with mm-hmm. the girl is like what Netflix plays for you. So like I had basically seen half that scene and I was sad that that was like the most, that was him. That, that was, was it. basically the movie for him. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, yeah. that has nothing really to do with most of the movie. Um, yeah. Unfortunate. What do you think? Um, that do you think character, it was with him having like the antlers and stuff at the end. That, no, th- that character is super cool. And I like ideas like that. So like, those are like some sort of like sentient, but super loyal androids yeah. that serve the King. The King gets killed. They go dormant, non-lethal insane. Yeah. I love that stuff. Um, like extreme, like he was attacked by, uh, you know, his, Douchebag uh, superiors, right? And he just got literally blasted and didn't didn't retaliate at all. Did not um, care. Um, but until the end- he saved Sam. Uh, but yeah, it's very interesting idea for for a droid, right? But, but like super powered up, like saved her. Just like kind of like holding the gun, like he's looking at, and just shoots, and just like sniper shoots the dude, like right between the-, the old eyes. Yeah, um, with a hostage. Um, yeah, the, the antler thing I think was just like him, like getting out there and just like becoming one with like the land. You know, it's just like exercising, <laughs> embracing that farmer lifestyle. Yeah, he's like, I'm just gonna be, I'm just gonna be wild out here, kind of like a wild android. Um, but yeah, well, that's, I mean, that was one issue I had. Was I mean, I think it, uh, that was by design. Like those soldiers. At first, I could have swore the main soldier that was st- in charge of the the village crew was General uh-huh. Zod, um, that actor. Dude, same. Michael Shannon, not him. Yeah, like the side profile and like the, the build. I was like, oh my, I'm like, is that Michael yeah. Shannon? Like, hold very, on. Very, very close, though. It could <laughs> and then be you his get, brother. <laughs> yeah, then you get the close. I'm like, okay, that is not Michael Shannon. Yeah, I it's thought, actually like, Robert Zach's Shannon. Yeah, I thought Zack Snyder was like, I need General Zod, um, but like grunt soldier General Zod before he became general. Um, yeah, I didn't like most any of them. I That was all very cringy. And that was a, diff, a, a delicate, and I could see why people don't like it, because I almost did not like it overall, was when she goes into the, the barn to save her. Um because I don't know, like they could have just shot her. It was kind of like the scene in Ahsoka when all the stormtroopers have them surrounded at the top of the thing as a uh, Thrawn takes off. It's like none mm-hmm. of the stormtroopers were shooting. They could have just shot them dead, like the five hundred first did during Order sixty six. Like clearly, if, if like twelve troopers shoot at a Jedi, they die, because um, that's how all the Jedi Order got wiped out. Right. But if they just don't shoot, the Jedi can survive and fight. Um, mm-hmm. so that's convenient. So that's kind of the vibe I got there. I was like, she's really just rolling around on the ground, already killing these these dudes anyways. So why don't these dudes just like take the chance to actually shoot one of their dudes and kill her for sure? Right. Um, so I thought I that just was like, like 
I, I wish somebody could like animate your description of that. I just like she's just literally just like rolling around on the ground. Dude, she <laughs> like was. everyone around her is dying. Yeah. That's literally um, but like but but four other people are literally just pointing a gun at her. Yeah. I yeah. don't know. I, I that scene if it wasn't for the slow motion. Dude. It and, was and them establishing so cool early, looking though. Yeah. And it establishes that like she's just a certified badass before oh, we yeah. know why she is a certified badass. So I was like, okay. Yeah. It worked. Yeah, the the like logic behind what's going on, agree, kind of doesn't make sense. But at the moment I didn't even think anything of it because I was like, this is a very awesomely yeah. choreographed fight and the slow motion is like eye candy. It was just the dude knows his visual stuff like all the vfx stuff like the 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 like gunfire cgi like even um the one lady's like laser sword thing like everything just looked so good um but yeah uh that and now that you say that that is that scene is kind of (laughs) dumb but man and i think and i think dumb really awesome though (laughs) right and i think if people are just like being very privy for not making the most of a Zack snyder film i think that's where people instantly very early get put out by this movie is they get hit in the face with already some mildly campy dialogue right and the dialogue's pretty terrible Let's get and, that out of the way. Yeah. Not great dialogue. Um already kind of not like the most like, okay, we've got this chick, she's on like they're trying, but then like they do these little threads, like there was her like adopted father, but not really, just kind of found her. She was already a full grown elite assassin murdering war hero. Um so like in hindsight, it never really like no nothing you thought was gonna happen really panned out or you like you said, don't really care about. Um, and then you get all the way to that point. You're like, oh, she can just annihilate everybody anyway. So why didn't she just kind of do that? Um, yeah. Yeah. And then you get hit with the slow-mo and I can see why people got turned off right at that point, 20 minutes in and was like, okay, this is trash. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the, the backstory of Korra basically being like a Gamora from, yeah. MCU. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, you know, Thanos I did think about that. Destroys her planet and then yeah. takes her and raises her as as his own elite killing machine. Uh that's essentially what happens here with Korra. Similar sounding names, just saying. Korra, Gamora. <laughs> um <clears throat> but yeah, um while you were talking, I was looking up like what deer symbolize? Because I'm real. I really think Jimmy having the antlers is like significant, in some meaningful way. Um, but I don't know if what I found actually sheds any light onto it. But what I found: the deer, as a spiritual animal, represents the ability to be graceful and gentle in all areas of life. Ah, yes. Like Jimmy was there. That's what um, he wanted. This is true even when faced with difficulties. And then I was wondering, okay, yeah, that kind of makes sense. But like maybe deer antlers, what do those symbolize? 
Um, they apparently symbolize strength, determination, alertness, and protection. Perfect. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, what he it's exactly became. what he wants to be. Yeah, and what so. they are post post king slain, which I also I mean I like, I like the meta. I like what was was being established around the poor writing and the poor like story that we're just beelining through. So to me, it was like a first entry beeline through this to set up all of this. I don't know if there's really a great way to introduce a giant metaverse of you know a new IP. I don't know how you would perfectly do that. Yeah. Are there examples of like ways to correctly do that? You no, can't say Star any, Wars. Any way that you do it, somebody will complain about the way you're doing it. Yeah. So if this movie would have been somewhere. split. Yeah. If this movie itself would have been split into two or three parts of like establishing the, the villainous side, the King, the slang of the King establishing. Right each part of the rebel party that is being assembled by Korra. And then like the confrontation with noble people have been like, what this is taking too long. Like why, like what are we doing? And then we get what we got and we're like, he didn't spend any time developing any of these things. So what's going on? It's like everybody needs, but will of course would not watch. So like tales of the Jedi, no one would watch that first. <laughs> You yeah. watch that because you have everything else, but everybody wants that after watching the first thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they basically right now, everyone wants like they wanted this movie to be a collection of like all this like exposition on the world, which I think we got an appropriate amount. You just have to pick a story and beeline it through. And again, mm-hmm. he's doing the team up movie first. <laughs> yeah, which was, uh, you know, no, no one was a fan of with with the DCU. We get it. I Sorry, was. it's not Marvel. I was. I was. I was a fan of the team up first. Um, but I think you got to look at this movie in particular, as the title may suggest, uh, being focused on Korra's story, Child of Fire. Um, because really, that's the most exposition we get is where yeah. she came from and how she became who she is. So if you look at it from that standpoint of like how they developed Korra as a character, I think it was pretty good. And oh, her yeah. story is pretty interesting. Um, you know, we don't get an incredible amount of detail on the King and why he seems so much different from the uh, Regent and their operation. I think I mean, maybe they talked about it a little bit, but it, I think the regent and the current people in control are like extremists, right? Cause yeah. the King did not seem that way. At least in what we saw, he seemed like pretty. The, the arc of the King was, he was a hundred percent almost mm. like that, but without like the complete like insanity that they now are. Um, but then as he as he kind of established his realm, his empire, he then like kind of got softer. So the entire military establishment that he used to build up his empire started to resent his softness. And Atticus explains a little bit of that because there's a bit of dialogue back and forth about 
these two different things like it's like strength and like um oh like honor and honor and, and honor something yeah honor and something but like he's like charity honor and charity honor he's like we're straight up honor <laughs> he's like forget that charity crap that charity like got him killed um yeah so I think it, I think like you know he kind of created that mindset by how he built his empire, but then in his fatherhood, right, having a daughter that was kind of this magical daughter, right? We know this story from a lot of different yeah. IPs where you have this your, very your messianic styled character archetype going on. Yeah, um, Witcher has you know Siri is an exact copy or this is an exact copy of kind of the series story, a, a princess born with um, kind of like powers, um, especially of life and like hope and like mercy. So I think that kind of made him much softer because he saw that as like the better way for everything mm-hmm. to be. Um, so with like an established empire, she could really kind of put that out there to the world or the universe. Um, but unfortunately, you know, he got a, he got, um, assassinated Roman Emperor style <laughs> by the sounds yeah. of it he got killed by like almost inner circle stuff mm-hmm. and I think that's an important thing too I think I think it's very much like Roman inspired ethos here um, with the way everything's structured also just like the heroes that we have or like our team up we have like I you know um, the the general that was like the gladiator like very much like gladiator vibes. Like he was basically fighting like gladiator arenas and he used to be a general straight from gladiator. Right. And then we have like the swords master. We have the smuggler, you know, kind of like shifty guy, Kai, which is kind of like our Han Solo. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I, I really enjoy just like the nods to so many different things. Yeah. Cause and we also have time, Tarzan. You have Tarzan who is a prince. I don't know. Space if he's like Prince Tarzan. He's prince of the same family or just some other very like highborn person. I think some other Tarzan species. Yeah. yeah. He was cool. I thought that From was the cool. House Gryffindor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I was like, <laughs> at that point, I was like, okay, we have Star Wars, <coughs> the show Vikings, um, and now we have Harry Potter. And I was like, okay. Or like even like Warcraft, right? With like the Griffins and Riding, I was like, all right, like how many more things can we throw in here, Zach? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Uh, I, I really liked, uh, first off, I like the little crumbs of the meta, metaverse here, like with the king, with his daughter. I think that's very, very interesting. Can't wait to see where that goes. Um, I really liked, like you mentioned much earlier, um the different like species types that we got to see thrown here i really like when they're in like the the saloon and like that weird like parasite alien that was like controlling that person leached onto this human dude like that was really really interesting and then yeah. when things got crazy he just like detached and scurried off mm-hmm. <laughs> okay um good details oh yeah the disgusting like pig man was really cool looking and i really and coming off of um blue eye samurai 
I really appreciated that that was very much a Japanese-esque inspired town. But we got like kind of the Western Star Wars Cantina saloon in it. Um, mm. So I thought that was cool because that, that town was very much like a Japanese town, which I thought was awesome. And we kind of have our samurai rolling in. Um, so many cool things. So many cool things. I don't uh, I can't remember what the king um, the king of the planet that got annihilated there in that that last third of the movie um, in which, you know, Noble was having that conversation about honor and charity. thought he looked super cool. Like I didn't. Okay, so I didn't take I don't think he was king. That was the that was the home planet of the slain king. So I think those were a religious group that like maintained like almost like on a graveyard, but like a shrine of the whole Mm. planet to the king. So they were some sort of keepers of the the king in my mind. That's how I took that. So they're more of like a religious group, I think. Um, So like almost untouchable, but Atticus doesn't straight up care. He doesn't Um, care. Yeah. So (laughs) I think he doesn't care. So I think those were keepers kind of of the charity side of the king. And then we have the honor side of the king. And they yeah. kind of came to a head and they were just like, eh, dude, he loves whacking people with. Is that like a femur? <laughs> I don't know. But like, yeah, he's uh, just swinging that around like a dang baseball bat. Good old, good old club. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, I really think as a launching point, this is, this is a good start. I think they built, you know, a decent amount here. Of course, uh, you know, you have the, the final confrontation between Noble and Cora and Cora kicks him off the ledge. And of course he's not really dead. Uh, so Noble's still hanging around. So I'm excited to see where that goes in part two. That's kind of like a rogue one fight that we didn't get where um she's fighting uh what um drawing blank on all their names because i'm thinking about rebel moon not star wars right now um but at the end um when they're fighting up on top of the like tower of the satellite dish very similar kind of setup um but yeah i was scrolling through some shorts uh because i was about to i was about to watch some rebel moon stuff like last night after i finished it I was like, I don't know, but I, I did catch some shorts and I think Sophia who played Cora Mm -hmm. did all of, if not all, but a very large majority of her own stunts in this movie. All right, Tom Cruise. And there were like, you know, some behind the scenes, like shots of her, like either performing the stunts or like rehearsing them. And like, apparently she used to like be a dancer back in the day or something okay and she was talking about how much fun it was to like be able to do that stuff and how her dancing like really helped with the body control and being able to do that stuff but i just i was like dang dude because she really is just like rolling around and like flopping around all over the place doing crazy stuff and that was that was her (laughs) it's like dang that's that's pretty rad yeah and and that's a good point too um that I'm going to like really kind of like draw back on when it comes to like 
I like to watch everything like super blank slate, almost to the point where like I might be a little dumb about watching it. Like probably to a fault, I'm like blank slate when I watch things. Um, but it lets me go through things and just really generally appreciate as much as I can. Um, but that said, like, um, I don't know why. I get they're supposed to entertain us, but like, do we just lose appreciation? Like how much fun or enjoyment, like these things can bring the people who made them. Like so many people, you know, are content creators and they're creating content because why they enjoy it. Right. So why do we always have to like poo poo on like what people are doing because they love doing it. So like her, she got to like enjoy like, doing that because she used to be a dancer and like yeah. it's something she truly loves so she probably has really good memories of making this movie and like zach probably like loves making these movies obviously he has yeah. a certain flair for things so <clears throat> i don't know I'm, I'm pretty forgiving for some things but we'll have to find something that i don't like and see how <laughs> unforgiving i am yeah um yeah i i just uh what did you think about uh the end and and those like red robed creatures hooking noble up to the whatever weird like dude matrix like he was yeah. matrix boy like he was in the he was in the the goop pod from the matrix um so this is what this movie constantly did and i think that's why like it narrowly stayed on the rails for me right because one i'm kind of looking more at the like macro like approach like the aesthetics you know the 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 exposition what it's building toward not necessarily like tearing in and caring about like what it's doing in front of me like the dialogue i don't really care about the dialogue and tim put it in his article too he's like i like star wars i like the prequels i don't have a leg to stand on here right <laughs> um yeah so we can all just like forget that um but like it constantly did things where I was like, okay, we are approaching Nick's not happy anymore zone. And when he <laughs> oh, died, no. when he died, I was like, this is like, just like that, that barn scene. I was like, I'm starting to like, not like this, but it, it saved itself narrowly. When he died, I was not too thrilled with that because I was like, pause. You just killed like one of the coolest parts about this movie being like the big baddie like this dude is nasty and he's a good villain and i was upset that he died um but i love one that they brought him back but it almost was bad they brought him back because you're like oh of course the main guy the main bad guy doesn't die of course he can't right plot armor but the crap they did during like his revival was insane so like they bring his dead body to a goop pod so i thought they were dropping him into some bacta to like heal him really quickly mm-hmm. but instead then they started to do this like hookup thing and i was like all right they're gonna transfer his consciousness to a clone and he's That's just what like, i thought too yeah immortal so another husk I was, like, I was like that would be sick but then they're like no we're just gonna transfer his consciousness to cora's like adopted dad who's like running things in yeah, this bill Sarves in this like dream realm i don't know where he was yeah well like, he must have been hanging out with like the lich king because that gave me very yeah. like wrath of lich king trailer vibes when he's <laughs> smacking the eyes <laughs> and so he goes there and like atticus who is otherwise up until this point a pretty 
top tier character just gets smacked around by like the boss man, which is great to see. And then just shoot him back to his like body and he's like, get back to work. And I was like, that was awesome. <laughs> or I'm going to really kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, they could have stopped like four times there and just like, we're like, that's enough. But apparently Zag was like, no, 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 we got, we got to do like five things here. And I thought that was really cool. And, and yeah. maybe for once in the movie, unique, right? Like original to me, that felt very original conceptually wise. Like, I feel like that isn't really done at least in that stack. Yeah. Things either do one or the other, you know what I mean? They either just bring him back. And I was all right, great. We're just, at first I was like, all right, cool. I'm not happy. We just killed like the coolest character in the movie. Um, all right, we're bringing him back, but I'm kind of sad. We're just generically bringing back the bad guy, but they Mm -hmm. kept going. And I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, it was, it was really interesting because when they're carrying him in, I'm like, uh, these guys have a purpose. No, (laughs) the dude. Yeah, exactly. No, they're actually doing something. (laughs) Um, but I'm like, okay, the dude just fell from like, God knows how high onto like a cliff face there's no way that he is still alive like it wasn't um, even a cliff face he was on a floating buoy like those were that was like a buoy for the dockyards that was a floating platform so he just fell straight out of the sky yeah onto like hard rock yeah must be he cannot be alive uh so when they're bringing him in i'm like okay what the heck are they doing and they're like uh like plug him in. Do you think he's like he's in Should a, we stabilize a, him? A, no. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so I'm like, are they transferring his consciousness? Or are they like just hook it like maybe they're doing um I can't give any specific examples, but I know it's been done before. Um like are they hooking him up so they we can like view what he was seeing, you know? All right. Yeah, like yeah. so they can use that somehow and i was like oh that, that would be kind of interesting and then there's like now we're taking him to like the wrath of the lich king shadow realm and he's gonna get scolded by his superior <laughs> and then by sent the back king. like yeah uh is 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 interesting um but yeah i i think overall um i mean do you have anything like specific you'd want to get into how did before you, we go to like the overall ratings how did you stuff? feel about like the tech so like i so like one of the very early comments or even before you started watching star wars like one of your comments that just sticks with me was like they can travel through space why do they live in like mud huts um <laughs> so for you like how did you feel about like the technology and like general aesthetic of like the yeah. ships like we were in mud huts, like the the Griffin Ranch was straight up just like yeah yeah. As in dumb, don't even like have space. showers. They can travel yeah. through space, but don't have like indoor plumbing. Yeah. Um, well, pause. Also, I'm no, I say this, um thousand or not thousand needles. Um, Outland, the spiky region, like that's where they were. Lots of Warcraft. Has he played World of Warcraft? The Grand. No, not in the Grand. Okay. The the other spiky place with all the ogres. That was just like just straight spikes. It was north. Oh, oh. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of, can't think of the name, but I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, That's where they were. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe I wouldn't be surprised because I feel like Zack Snyder's kind of like a nerd. Right. So probably. <laughs> um, but as far as like the the technology and the aesthetics and stuff like that, I think like after getting over that with Star Wars, that I've just suspended disbelief. Like, yeah, you can you can own a spaceship that can travel galaxies, but like you can't you don't own a toothbrush. Like <laughs> that dude that had Tarzan, like literally all black teeth. <laughs> Come on. You're taming a griffin. You can't brush your teeth. Come on, something's wrong here. Well, I don't know. I kind of, I'll kind of relate this to like rural or even like, I mean, a place like that in America. Like, there's very nice places in America. There's very not nice <laughs> places in America. And I think That's very true. I think when you get to like spacefaring civilization level, like you just have people. People are gonna do what they want to do. So like that dude, like he chose to be a nasty, like black tooth dude. Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. you have Prince over here that's got pearly whites. He's got like, like 18 abs. Yeah. And, you know, he's just like working the Smith, but he's got like <laughs> this bronze skin and like yeah, yeah, 18 abs and pearly whites. And his hair is just like luscious. Yeah. But he's uh, apparently a slave. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. He couldn't do anything about it. Um, no, I think, um, I think the aesthetic is very unique for because i mean sometimes you get a lot of the same in sci-fi stuff because there's i mean it's space like what are you gonna do um i thought much like tim said in his article i thought the ships were different looking Mm -hmm. like not something i've seen much in any sci-fi type stuff i was happy Um, with the dreadnought the dreadnought was really cool i liked uh kai's like yeah cargo ship whatever that was um i thought the uh the resistance like fighter ships were really cool looking um good variety yeah and i i think the different locations on the different planets were very diverse like even the different locations on uh what was it called was it velt was that the moon that they were from it started with a v was felt yeah. uh but like that was like the viking farm village but then like somewhere else on the same moon was the big like city yeah with the saloon right yep so like very different visually and aesthetically right but on the same planet and i thought that was really interesting i i really i liked um i wish i knew the the names of these locations but when they recruit the swords woman and she's mm-hmm. fighting like the, the cobalt mining mechanical, planet. Yeah. When she's fighting like the crazy like spider demon woman, that planet was super cool looking. Like I really liked her very like gothic um basically costume with the hat. It looked straight yeah. up like a character from Bloodborne. Yeah. With red laser swords. Are you kidding? Oh hey, what's up, loser boy? Um, <clears throat> I, mean, I mean, like I said, like they're MOBA characters, like they remind me of yeah. just archetype characters from um, from League of Legends. Yeah, um, the the like um, Slain King's planet was really cool. Like, yeah, 
I, like floating Snyder. obelisk, almost like floating yeah. like like tombstones, kind of like that's mm-hmm. the vibe I was getting from that weird place. Snyder crushes visuals, like he oh, yeah. crushes everything, and he makes it so stylized. Like I, I loved it. I thought it was it was very, very, very pretty to look at in all aspects. It, and I guess that's the other thing is like, ha, have we all forgotten that like he made three hundred? And I thought everyone on the planet loved three hundred. And I was like, oh, do yeah. we just not like that anymore? I'm like, this is the same thing. Just it's space three hundred. Yeah, it's everything space three hundred. <laughs> like it's Superman three hundred. Like it just is yeah. what it is. Um. And that's, yeah, that that like that like landmark visual to me breakthrough. Like you had never seen anything like 300 on TV, oh, yeah. like in a movie before. And there's no reason not to keep that going. Um, it's no different than like what Martin Scorsese does. Like he just makes a mob movie every single time. Why? Because he he's like the guy that makes mob movies. So if you want like the guy to make like comic book, graphic novel like movies yeah. called Alt Zach Boy. Um yeah, and I'm yeah. I'm flipping through the pictures on IMDb and just like even the costumes, like yeah. you're so right. Noble is straight up like admiral of like a Nazi fleet. Like Yeah. Or space Nazis. It could even could even be like space Soviet commander. Like right. super cool i still can't get over the swords the the lady with the swords and her hat like literally live action bloodborne type like costume yeah it's just yeah yeah yeah, you have tarzan yeah he's straight up tarzan now you say i'm looking at the poster of the movie um and he just has all the classic architects in it um but one thing i i like when this is done and he did it just straight up was so like you have star Wars and what star Wars does is star Wars has like it's structure and it's form. Right. So if you think about like any star Wars town, they mm-hmm. all have this same like blockage to them or like the same, you know, everything has the same shape, same vibe shape wise. So if you're the procedure, you could pr- procedurally generate like a star Wars thing and you would just say, Hey, I want it to be, Japanese inspired. I want it to be European inspired. And like, that's what you get. I want it to be desert town inspired. What this does is this takes like, here's a moon that like some humans made their way to and they can grow a crop. What are they going to build? Not like some weird star Wars looking town. They're going to build a Viking village yeah. on the hill out of like stone and wood. I thought that was cool that we don't really have a, a set aesthetic here. And that he just slapped like, you know, different cultural themes over. He just literally put those cultural themes in it. Um, mm-hmm. There's no like, there's no need to like redo the idea of like the Viking village. Like, just put a Viking village there. And yeah, I mean, literally what, what makes people... sense for the the location. Yeah, and also when they're riding back to the village over like the field of reeds, I'll call it uh, the wheat field. <laughs> yeah. um, big like 300 vibes too like just like the way that looked because like when they're leaving or no there's multiple scenes in 300 of just like the wheat field outside of sparta i thought that Mm. was really cool um 
and like the weird like hard-headed horse creatures oh yeah at first i was like are those horses that just have like gear attached to them but then i was like they're kind of more like the avatar horses Um, they're like mutated horses that have like hard bone on it was weird yeah it's really interesting um yeah anything else that that you know you're just like Man, I, I gotta. We gotta talk about this. Glad I remembered all the Warcraft references, because um, that place with the Griffin—that is a straight-up Warcraft zone. Um, and out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, I think I just like that. I wasn't able to pin. Like, I don't think anything in it is original. There isn't much about this movie that is original. But the amount of references that just pay homage to so many different. IPs that we that everyone knows and loves. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. I like that he didn't really pull any punches there. He's like, you know what? This is gonna look just like this. He's like, what do I want this to look like? And he just like pulls up a picture of like yeah. <laughs> he's like, do that. Um yes. make this. <clears throat> and I think that's fine. Um Yeah, I mean, yeah. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um I think your typical like, you got your typical like space rebel pirate trope troops going there uh, with like the, the the siblings um they're kind of like a more organized or maybe less organized they're, they 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 kind of gave me a um our favorite space show in the rebels no 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 not star the wars expanse the expanse like they gave me uh the rebels and the expanse kind of mm. vibe um they were kind of uh the the blood blood axes kind of in rebels or was it clone wars or both was saw guerrera operating with his sister on originally when they were defending the planet their home planet his sister died that's why he became right he started extremist descent into madness yeah um yeah i kind of picked got like a Oh yeah, almost like a Saw Gerrera, or very sure. early with his yeah. sister like vibe. <clears throat> and no, it's not because they were both black. Stop that. Know what you guys? Oh, were yeah, thinking. I didn't even think about that. Um, but uh, yeah, I just um, I think as I mean, I liked the movie. I enjoyed it quite a bit, even with my my issues I've raised. But I think this episode is having a uh, Midnight Club. Is that, yeah. is that the name of the show? Yeah. Effect where like the yeah, more bro. we've talked through some of the stuff, I'm just like, yeah, you know what? Actually, I like this a lot more now. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I I was thinking. <clears throat> sorry, I just had this you know Florida cough. Um, yeah. I thought. I think at first, like. The first half of the movie, as it was all unraveling, and I'm experiencing it for the first time, some of the randomness of like, um, the Viking aesthetic village, like the way that everyone is talking, was kind of so random. I was just like, why, why so random? But like, it does make sense. It's like a big universe of different planets, all of different types, and like atmospheres environments things like that so like why wouldn't everything be unique 
and different yeah. because everything is in a different environment serving a different purpose. Like, yeah, I like it now. I really like the randomness of everything. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And I, I generally liked it. My wife was like, I thought it was good. And like, she doesn't read very far into things. Um, to her, it's very binary. Either it's good or it's bad. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't bad. So and then, then I read Tim's article and like all great points. And I was like, totally agree. But I like it better now because the yeah. things I did, I, it made me realize what I did like. And I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And everyone who's complaining about the slow motion, like go suck an egg. Like the slow motion was so incredibly rad. I love it, is, it. it. But isn't that like kind of like a almost like that that hipster paradox thing where it's like, why do we not like slow motion? When yeah. when was the when was the council meeting that was like slow motion isn't cool? Uh, when, when Zack Snyder used it. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> I, I missed the memo. Or I guess like yeah. yeah, like how much is too much slow motion? Like it looks cool. I mean like I, I mean, people complain about slow motion in the Matrix, and like that's like the Matrix is like hallmark. Like, <laughs> that's why it is what it is. Guys. They invented Come bullet on. time. Like, do it more. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Snyder is doing it, and people are complaining about it. Snyder, why doesn't it look like The Office? Come on. <laughs> You're yeah, aesthetically. Um, so, like, uh, let's let's just give it. I guess if we can, an overall rating. Um, I'll go first. I'll say uh, I recommend this movie. Um, Great. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, But I mean, hey, my brother-in-law is in town from, you know, Ohio. Shout out. Uh, They were over for dinner tonight and he was (laughs) sorry. uh, He was asking about, you know, what the what we're going to be talking about on the podcast lately. I was like, oh, well, tonight we're recording an episode on Rebel Moon. He's like, oh, I wanted to watch that. How was it? And I was like, I liked it. It was good. It had its issues, but I still enjoyed it. And that's how I'd recommend it to anyone. Because I literally recommended it to somebody saying exactly that like three hours ago. Uh, uh, with that being said, again, I think I I agree with most of what Tim Bicycle said in his article. Uh, with the exception of the the slow motion, like his his uh, displeasure of the amount of slow motion and stuff, I I loved it. Thought it was rad. Um, but I would give this on a, a rating grade scale, um, the high end of average. So Tim was kind of on the lower end of average. I think he was like a four something, maybe five out of ten. I would give this maybe like a six and a half maybe maybe a seven out of ten it's not 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 excellent you know it had its issues i talked about its issues i think the biggest thing for me was was the lack of development of some of the characters that i think we were supposed to care a lot about that were supposed to be important which were which was every character outside of noble cora and belsarius and there were a lot of characters, by the way. If you watch the movie, there were a lot of characters. Um, and that's kind of a that is a big pain point for me. But I enjoyed all the other aspects of the movie. And I an, enjoyed, appreciate, and anticipate the larger picture that he's starting to draw with this movie. So 
that kind of get, puts it up to like the six and a half, possibly seven, as opposed to like Mr. Bicycles four and a half or five or whatever he gave it. What about you, Nick? Um, yeah, 10 out of so, 10. Perfect movie. Showboy no. stamp of approval. No, not 10 out of 10. That's hard. Um, so I'm actually going to rebuttal the why the not caring about those characters, right? Or what their purpose was and like why we should care about them. They weren't there for us to care about because what because their purpose was set up and explained in that last like part of the movie. So the fact that Kai betrays them all is actually a bounty hunter. What's in the cases is the like scorpion like I captured you things <laughs> yeah. and he basically had this subplot of rounding up all these bounties very cleverly because he knew Cora would recruit them all and he just knew where to go because their bounties that he was chasing. I thought that was genius. And when um, Atticus shows up and he's just like, oh, you're this person, you're that person, you're this person. Who are they? They are just generally important characters. Not important for our story or for us, but important to show that Kai is pretty sweet in what he just pulled off <laughs> on all of them. So I think that all is just like really good. Um, there's no need to like care more about them. They were there for that subplot of what Kai was doing, yeah. um, which I didn't see coming. I thought he was like mm. sus like the whole time. Yeah. So anytime, I, typically, I anytime I see a character do like a heel turn where like, so Kai was kind of distant, like not yeah. fully bought in with everything that's going on. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden he's like low key flirting with Korra. Like, it's like, Oh, you changed me. I'm I want to be a hero now, essentially paraphrasing. I'm like, yeah. okay, he's either going to die or he's going to betray them. Like right. why now all of a sudden is he talking? It's been an hour and a half in this movie and he's said like one thing. He's about to do something or something's about to happen to him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that scene you're... forward is when the suspicion starts. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But exactly what isn't known and the what. So I don't really care if it's obvious that something's going to happen with a particular character or a character, but it's like, how does it go down? That's what I want to mm -hmm. know. And to me, that was not a normal situation where it's just like, oh, the bad guys show up and everyone's pointing guns at them. No, like the crates like are the scorpion like imprisonment. Yeah, that things. part was pretty cool. Those are gnarly. Didn't see the crates. Now, now, granted, the fact that it caught them all that easily, those are pretty those are pretty sweet crates. I can't say that I believe the crates are that sweet um, to catch them all off guard quite like that. Um, but I also had a problem with gunners like the the same th the same like motion thing to kill was also the same thing that released. I did not like that at all like i thought that was dumb i was like that's way too easy for gunner to be like i've never like done any of this because i'm just a dumb farm guy but all of a sudden <laughs> i know how to use this thing and i'm just gonna yeah. unlock release her and that's enough of like a distraction for me to slip by and like release everyone else with a bunch of people with guns pointed at me like again another situation where could have just shot him anyone could have just shot him <laughs> wouldn't have had this problem yeah um so yeah. Anyway. Rip, Rip Kai. By Rip the way. Kai. Did he die? Wait, what happened to Kai? 
pretty sure he shot him with that thing that he was supposed to paralyze or kill Korra with. Damn. I like yeah. Kai. Yeah. Dan uh, couldn't tell what was going on in that scene. There's a lot going on there. It's just a cluster. <laughs> yeah, there uh, was. Uh, can. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Before you give your rating, I. <laughs> oh, man. This was probably the second worst part for me. There is a part during that scene where uh, Blood Axe is running up the thing. Oh, God. And it is the worst obvious fake run I've ever seen in my life. The run was bad. I was like, like, what is happening right now? (laughs) It's just like pretending. It's like like he was pretending to run in slow motion but then like they put that into slow motion and i was like no zach was like good try add more slow more slow yeah Yeah, we're gonna go real meta with this i'm gonna slow motion you acting in slow motion so in if that wasn't painful enough um it would have been perfectly okay already because we're already doing campy things at this point like that, mm-hmm. like the like run up the thing to jump and like do something. They could have like no one would have been bothered after at that point if he would have just one shot speared the dude, the gunner. You know, there was no need for him to like miss and then have this like slow motion painful shootout <laughs> thing going all for the dude to eventually die so apparently the gunner of the cannon on the left side of the ship brings the whole ship down did not follow any of that like that dude died he was just in like there there was two of those gun placements i'm pretty sure on either side of that yeah um that ship that was from solo right that the that they were the same thing just a less luxurious luxurious version of it I'm pretty sure that was just like a gun emplacement on the one side. I did not realize that was like the. <laughs> yeah, the I also love how it's like peeking around the corner. Like no one knew there was a giant spaceship there. <laughs> oh, man. I think it was just like a run of the mill, like docked there. But yeah. Yeah. Real suspicious. Um, yeah, I don't know. They could have drawn. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there, there's definitely a lot of problems there. But luckily, they were able to make up for enough of them with the better things, right? And yeah. we're gonna we're gonna give it a net better rating instead of just pretending they're all of it's bad, um, or caring too much about the bad things. Just care more about the good things. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I'd give it a B plus. Well, that's not the rating scale that you chose. That was the one I chose. I said a grade scale, not a rating scale. What grade scale would you give it? I don't know. Who gives it? So. Like, I've- I don't have we ever given something a letter grade? 7.5. It feels more like a B plus than like a a number. Is this a a 75? That's a C, I think. Let me look. Let me look. It might be different. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, Let's see. A B plus grade scale. Go ahead, continue your point. I'll I'll get the actual number for you. Well no, that but that doesn't scale the same. That's a that's an eighty seven to an eighty nine. So you're you're high eights? No 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 that that that's not no that's not, that's not equivalent because an F is a sixty. So the uh, scale's true, off. True, it's more of a true. one to five type thing. 
Okay. So okay. B plus is like, yeah, it's a B plus feels better in my mind about this movie. I don't know why. Um, but maybe that's like a 7.5, I guess. I wouldn't give it more than an 8. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's not an A-plus movie. It's not an A movie. But I really hesitate to give it a C, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give it an elevated B for sure. Um, because there's more to it. We're going to get a part two. So this isn't like the end of it. Um, I think it was fine and like kind of nice that they they kind of did it like a classic star wars wrap the story that's being told and not like a cliffhanger type thing mm-hmm. and like here's the heroes they're good surprise the bad guys are coming back dude's still alive and i think that was appropriate that was a very kind of like star wars way to do it um so yeah i definitely like the movie i'm gonna watch part two i like part one um yeah B plus 7.5. Nice. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, not quite a masterpiece, but definitely not a disaster piece. No, not a disaster piece. Um, solid first entry. Like, if you look at it from a point of like a first entry to what is supposed to be a big IP, I walked away interested in obviously not to say everything that happened in the movie, but I'm more interested in all the stuff around it that they talked about the King, Mm -hmm. these factions, all that stuff. I want to know more about that. I want to know more about core, honestly, too, which is, I think is very important. Yeah. Um, so unless people (laughs) have like direct issues with Cora and like her story, that's a different discussion because I thought it was great and I want to know more. Um, that was all top notch stuff. And I wonder most importantly, if, in part two, Tarzan will have spawned another ab or two. <laughs> so he'll have a nine or ten pack? I think that'd put him up to maybe 20 pack. Oh, you said he had 18? Yeah. That's a lot. He has incredible abs. What can I say? He's <laughs> a big fan of Tarzan's abs. Yes. Um, I want to know right. what he's the prince of. You know what? I want to know yeah. more about these characters. That's true. I, I know nothing about them. So hopefully I now see if I start to not know anything about them and it's like two, three iterations of this IP in, then I might start getting annoyed. That's fair. That's fair. There, there is still room, room to learn about these people. That's right. Um, yeah. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, we liked it. You should watch it. We love Zack Snyder. Decent movie. Not perfect, but not terrible. Um, you know, it is perfect. Our YouTube channel. And if you're this far into the video, you should subscribe if you aren't already. I mean, come on, help us out. Hit that subscribe button. Maybe like the video. Leave a comment. Tell us why you think we're wrong and this movie is actually a disaster piece. Or you can, you know, continue to gaslight us and tell us like, oh, yeah, Zack Snyder is awesome. He makes perfect movies. I love you guys. Like, you guys just know what you're talking about. You're never wrong. Uh, that'd be amazing. Um, <clears throat> yeah, uh, subscribe, like, leave a comment. Uh, you can join our Discord link in the description. Check out our website, showboysmedia.com, and head over to Patreon if you uh, are interested in, in learning how you can support us financially. Patreon.com slash showboyspodcast. Uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. And I, I think 
Oh, oh, microphone. Um, Monarch Legacy of Monsters review, season one, next week. Excited about that. Uh, and then finally, we're going to do our, our 2024 gaming goals end of the month, around about January with old chattel. Uh, he'll be back with us. But until then, you guys have a good night, and we'll see you around. Bye.